up, cool save chicks? It's your girl Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. Alright, so I'm pretty sure y'all clicked on this episode. Like, what? What is going on? <laughs> what is this title? <laughs> so, um, this uh in episode is called Sis Break Up With Him. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna get into it. Um, so this is a disclaimer. This is a disclaimer before we get into everything, because I know some people like to jump the gun and all of that. We are talking mainly about dating relationships. Right. Not marriages. When it comes to marriages, we we're going to we're going to touch on that a little bit, you know, just a touch. But we're talking about dating relationships, red flags and all that type of stuff. So um, first, well, I guess we can talk about the marriage part a little bit. Um, we saw the new season of Black Love is mm-hmm. now out on OWN mm-hmm. and they started showing like little clips of some of the couples and all of that. And it was one couple in particular. I don't know their names or whatnot, but I saw the clip and it was like um, somebody he cheated on her. Somebody got pregnant. Some they got into a car accident. Somebody died. It was like a lot. It was some. it, it was a whole lot of stuff. And so a lot of people online was like, dang, I don't know if this is black love because that's a lot. It looked like these women are going through hell and high water just to have, quote unquote, black love. Mm. So that led us to this topic. But we're mainly going to focus on dating. Like I said, we're going to touch marriages a little bit, but we're not going to really go into that a whole lot because I feel, you know, we all feel like, hey. D- different strokes for different folks so yeah. yeah so we're gonna get into dating and the different red flags with dating um and sometimes when you just really want to tell your friend sis break, break up, up with him, him. Mm-hmm. i you know what guys i think i'll actually start off with a story okay y'all looking at me sideways no no no, no. You but good. i'm gonna be honest okay. um I remember being in college, dating a guy. You could say that he was like the, my first love, first guy I ever really cared about or wanted to, to to date or whatever. And I remember being in a relationship. I remember red flags. I remember cheating. I remember lying. I remember, um, what are the other red flags? In Manipulation. Manipulation. Narcissism. He wasn't a narcissist. Some of them do be, though. Yeah, they do. They do. And I remember distinctly, <laughs> there's another one with Sierra. I will never forget me. And Come on, Cece. I like Cece. Oh, my God. She is hilarious. Cece is hilarious. I was um, in the student center, went to Temple University. Shout out. Go Owls. And for whatever reason, me and Sierra didn't have class that day. No, scratch that. Me and Sierra made our schedule so that they were basically the same when we were mm-hmm. in college, whatever year this was. It might have been sophomore year. And... On this particular day, we met up in the student center. It had to have been a spring day. We planned out the entire day. We were like, oh, we're going to eat, and then we're going to go do this, and then we're going to go down to South Street, and then we're going to da-da-da-da, and then we're going to go to Center City, and then we're going to hit a movie, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to do this. And we're like, all right. Two seconds later, my at-that-time boyfriend walks up, and he's like, hey, what are you doing today? And I was like, nothing. And he was like, oh, you trying to do that? And I was like, yes. Oh, no. And got up and Whipped. literally left the table. Whipped. You left Sierra? I left Sierra. And since since you should have broke up with her. Since break up with her. Since break up with her. <laughs> <laughs> 
And to this day, I remember. Oh, she, she was at the table when it happened? She was sitting right there. That's mad disrespectful. <laughs> I was a kid. I was like 18. You weren't no kid. <laughs> Y'all should see her face. You want no kid? Laura, you mad? Wow. You mad, no, man. I ain't mad, but I mean, you want no kid. That, that, that ain't the excuse. Try another one. <laughs> I was messed up. Yeah, okay, I'll okay, take that. That's some accountability. <laughs> right. I was messed up. Right, you um, wasn't no kid. No. I wasn't a kid. I was in what I thought was love. And I allowed myself to believe what I wanted to believe. I allowed myself to be in a situation where I had friends that literally were like, sis, break up with him. Mm-hmm. And it was a relationship that lasted on and on for like six years. And I think that a lot of times... Dang, so you dated him past college. Yeah, we dated for... um, I graduated in 2009. He redshirted, so he ended up graduating in 2010. You talked about when you went up there or something like that? Yeah, that was... This was... Lord, we really gonna get into my crush. We don't have to. We don't have to. Okay, well, okay. We gotta go back and listen to the other episode. Right. Right, but I mean, it was to the point where I remember there was one time where... He lied about a lot of stuff. But I remember one particular instance where he said he was somewhere and I didn't believe him because he had lied so much. So I literally drove from D.C. to where he was, which was two hours away, to ensure that he wasn't doing something that he said. This was the snow. You did this This in the snow. This was when I drove in the snow. So, I mean, and I think even those are red flags when you find yourself doing things that are out of character, character, completely crazy, Mm -hmm. just like. At that moment, I feel like you you should stop and pause and think and say, this is not something about this isn't right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm exerting too much energy and effort into making something work. And I think that a lot of times for us as women, sometimes as Christian women, we feel this need to make something work out. It's almost like it's our responsibility for it to work out. And if it doesn't, it means that we didn't do something right. I don't so. think you said as a Christian woman. Or? I said sometimes as women, we take on this pressure like, you know, I got to do whatever it takes to make this relationship work. I think it's because we are so embarrassed because usually by then we probably have family, friends, etc. Tell us that we need to break up with this guy. Mm-hmm. And we defend this guy tooth and nail. And I think a lot of times we are just so embarrassed to actually break up with this guy or to tell our family and friends that you were correct. Mm-hmm. So we find ourselves settling and continuing to settle. Yeah. And then it literally becomes a tumbleweed of foolishness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then on the flip, psychologically, I feel like as black women, we are manipulated into thinking that we have to do a lot into a relationship for us to keep a man. Mm-hmm. So it's like, even though he can do a whole bunch of stupid stuff, it's like, well, what are you not doing? And if you do something better, must be wrong with you. something must be wrong with yeah. you. If you do better, if you do right, or if you do something differently, then maybe he'll stop. Yeah. And the reason he ain't stopping is because you ain't doing something. You ain't doing something. Yeah. I so. remember back before, sorry, Denise, no, like before I was, you know, sexually active and doing things like that, I would have this mindset that he's going to cheat on me because I'm not having sex with him. Hmm. And I think we talked about this on an episode before. A little bit of sex. Yeah, where it was like, you know, engaging in intimacy at one point was like, I'm doing this for the other person, not even out of enjoyment for myself, but because it's like, I don't want 
you to to leave me or I don't Mm -hmm. want you to cheat on me. So even being in like a first love type of situation where it's like, like Ayana said, it's like if I cannot deliver on what you perceive a woman is supposed to be. And I think that also goes into ensuring that you're dating a man who is not just a Christian guy, a good Christian guy, but like actually a man of God who Mm -hmm. actually has the same standards that you have, who actually wants to wait until marriage. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, because, you know, women experience that with Christian men as well. When men who present themselves as, as men of God. And, Mm. you know, I know someone who went through a certain situation. It was like, God told me that you're my wife. You know, mm-hmm. and so she literally endured. But did God ridic- tell her? That's my point. So, um, and then <laughs> that's my point. She went through a ridiculous amount of things, like- and she too, you know, at some point told me, you know, like, no, this is my husband. But after a conversation was had, it was like, okay, did God really say that this was your husband? Or were you led emotionally in a way where you felt that because he said that you're my wife, that you submitted to that vision of you being his wife? Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times as Christian women, at one point, and especially here in Atlanta, that's all it was. Adams needed to be woke up and all this other stuff. And women went through stuff because of a people (laughs) profiling. I hope I just stop. Anyway, I'm saying, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm being honest. I'm being honest because, you know, from, you know, we're talking from, a perspective of maybe a man isn't saved or maybe he is but these are real things that women go through yeah you know and, so and it's a men that's saved that still ain't in right relationship that's my point. with god that's why i said and then unfortunately it. it's a lot of young women yeah because mm-hmm. i know the person that you're talking about and at the time she was very young yeah. and i feel like a lot of young women um, not just that person, but p- other people that I've interacted with, you know, they hear and see the things online and they see the fantasy of being married and whatnot. And then they hear some of the testimonies of some of these women and the things that they went through before. And, oh, we broke up and we AKA got back together. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, but we worked it out and da, 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 da. And here we are 10 years later, we're married and we're such and such, such and such. And I'm like, but you really ain't got to go through all of that to have a black love relationship mm-hmm. you don't have to go through the manipulation the lying the cheating the uh the constant up and downs ups and downs like i'm not saying any relationship is perfect i know for a fact my relationship isn't perfect however there wasn't there those... has to be a, a turning point yeah. i think there's a difference between and then there, there weren't those red flags yeah, though. yeah there, the there, there has to be a difference between And just being completely honest, like you said, nobody's relationship is perfect. There are going to be things that happen in your relationship where it's like, dang, that really shouldn't happen in my relationship. Mm -hmm. But it shouldn't be a situation where every other month is something that's like, dang, this shoot every other week. This shouldn't be happening in my relationship. It should never be a situation where you are that person's idol or that person is your idol. Because at the end of the day, both of you should be submitted to God, hearing from God. Mm -hmm. You know, it can't be a one person carrying or even if there are seasons of one person carrying, if those red flags exist, then she may need to lay that thing down. Yeah. I think one thing I wanted to point, point out for me and I've been in situations where I've definitely had family and friends tell me that I need to break up with a guy mm-hmm. but I was just so adamant to be in a relationship I think for me I was caught up on the idea of a relationship mm. of just even being in the relationship I that appreciate I, your honesty that yeah. I yeah. allow for myself to even settle in that position but one thing too that I realized and I'm so grateful for now um, as I approach 30 oh, 
It's Girl, good. It's you can amazing. keep that because thirty is lit. It's I like amazing. thirty. I like thirty too. It's fun. I'm getting emotional. It's, I I feel like once I hit thirty, maybe a little bit before, it was just like this like a duck with just water just rolling off like I don't even care yeah. I, I mean I feel like my 30s is gonna be awesome but it's just a turning point that I just gotta <laughs> you know I just gotta get over but anyway um as I approach you know my 30th birthday I'm just so grateful to God because I'm seeing that he's bringing a lot of things full circle in my mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. and if I was to put it all in one word I would call it balance mm-hmm. and I feel like anytime you're in a relationship you have to have that mm-hmm. you have to have some level of balance because it's like if you're involved with the guy and that's now starting to outweigh you mm-hmm. if all your energy is exerted on this one person mm-hmm. yeah. then you're literally going to be in a bad position mm-hmm. yeah. say for instance God forbid anything happen but for me I literally see God transitioning my life in such a way where it's like, it, and I know a lot of times people say it, it's literally I'm finding wholeness. That's mm-hmm. the best way that I, I could put it. I was literally thinking about yeah. that. Yeah, I'm literally finding wholeness, which for me, it's making me understand that, okay, God, you, you're literally positioning me into this transition period. Mm-hmm. And so that's one thing I wanted to say to women who are in a position where it feels like, or a lot of times your friends are telling you, sis, you need to break up with him, or you're feeling like something isn't right about the relationship. It's just look at, I think, let's not even consider the relationship. Let's look at ourselves. Are you yeah. whole? Yeah. Like, do you, yeah. are you finding wholeness? Do you mm-hmm. like yourself? Do you, do you like, like the yourself? Do you, you really make? know what you want? That yeah. was one big thing for me. Do you really me. know who you are? Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think, I think if you know what you want, then you know who you are, mm-hmm. right? But even as I sat down and I began to like think about some of the things that I allowed myself to go through, it was because I did not know what I want yeah. because I couldn't identify it. Things that I know that I want, I can identify. Mm. Um, and so that's one thing that I want to point that's out good. to, you know, women is just like know what you want and be able to call it out and identify yeah. it so that when something comes at you that you know you didn't want, mm-hmm. you can automatically correct it and say, no, that's not mm-hmm. what I wanted. I yeah. wanted this. And um, one thing I was going to say, too, is um, we have to get out of this notion of two halves make a whole. Yeah, true. Because true. I see so many women and men who feel as though. Who be half trying to make and, a and, whole. And, yeah. and I somebody to exactly. complete them. <laughs> and we, you know, we focusing on sis break up with him. But sometimes it's sir break up with her. Mm. Because even with guys, um mm. Some men go into relationships where they 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 they're you know they can be broken in some spaces mm-hmm. and they're seeking out a woman that can help them or fix them. But some sometimes they get into toxic relationships mm-hmm. and 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 vice versa. And I'm like, and I think hey, a lot of times you 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 sometimes attract what you are, but you also attract kind of like what you're putting out too. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you're whole, you attract people who are usually and exactly. Whole. And the thing is, it's like I want people to start working on themselves. Yeah. So like how Lauren was saying, I'm 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 seeing who I am as a woman and seeing who I am as a person. And I'm like, it meant I cannot stress enough about some of these men. Men, if you're listening to this, because we do have men. Be. No, we do have some men that listen. Yeah, we, do. we and I encourage it. I do too. I, yes. I mean, I guess. <laughs> no, I encourage it because I mean, ain't no guys like out it. here talking. So if you gonna listen to us, I appreciate I it. I do too. But yeah. um, men, 
men work on yourself yeah. first mm-hmm. and don't get into a relationship with the expectation that the woman is supposed to fix you yeah. that's not the, her responsibility because I see so many relationships that are failing because the guy is like well you ain't do this you ain't do that you ain't such and such and blah 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 and they're relying on that woman to be their psychologist and there's so many men that have mental health issues and all of that and they listen Social media will expose a lot. And I I see a lot on social media daily where I'm like, what? Like, what is going on with these men, especially and them snapping? And it's like, wait, we need to we need to reel this back. And there needs to be snapping. When you say snapping, you mean like like wild guys going crazy Mm. or or uh, for whatever reason there are so many men who are narcissists yeah and you know try to be controlling in relationships and who don't um admit their faults and whatnot so to just to piggyback on what you said sometimes you know if you're listening sometimes you're raised in a situation where that's what you see and that's all you know so Mm -hmm. sometimes your mindset is this is what it should be um, and I just kind of want to challenge that even if you're coming up and you're you're brought up to believe that, you know, a person that exhibits these behaviors, you just stick it out and you work it out, especially because we're talking in a dating situation that you do all you can. and You put all that into it. I'm just going to challenge you to look at the marriages or the relationship that you have seen growing up. And nine times out of 10, when those situations happen, that's not a relationship that you would like. Mm -mm. So even if someone is telling you something, if you're looking at their situation and it's not ideal and you don't want a replica of that, then you have free will to change your mind or to decide that just because grandma and them or your auntie or your cousins or whoever is saying, giving you this advice, it may not be solid, sound advice. And um, from a different perspective, if you are a friend and you are being the person that's saying, sis, break up with him, because that was me my whole life and all of my friends are probably listening to me like yep that's you make sure that you say it in love Mm -hmm. and make sure that you balance it to lauren's point with the word when you're bringing it to somebody not just because you don't like a person Mm -hmm. because i was i was that person no don't be with him you know uh, not as nice but all these other things and naturally if you're the friend that puts you in a different space i don't think that saying it in love always works no sometimes you got to drag lauren's face was like no not in love and they still stayed so yeah. right either way. good point because i feel like people gonna do whatever they want to do yeah so i mean true. you should go ahead and say it how you want to say sometimes it. sometimes you just need to get in your little prayer closet and just pray for people true true for you know, them to see it for themselves so, right yeah. Yeah. that's what you need to pray. and that's what i had to do with a particular situation where it's like all right you ain't gonna get it all right lord i just pray for them because this is ridiculous and i'm tired of talking every single week about this right so but i i do love that you say that because i feel like that is important when people are unless it becomes too heavy for you to bear i do believe that it is important sometimes for individuals to be able to talk it through that's Mm -hmm. one thing i can say about me is when i was in my situation when i literally began to iterate what it was that I was experiencing, I was able to see it. Yeah. Because for so long, I was so engrossed in it mm-hmm. that I could not identify it mm-hmm. because I was, yeah, I was too close. I was too close to it. it. I was way too close to it. Mm-hmm. And whereas my family and my friends and everybody else was able to see it and identify it, I couldn't. But it was until I started iterating what happened. It was It was until I started like playing back the narrative of, okay, this happened to me on this day. This mm-hmm. is how I felt on that day. I was actually then able to see like, yo, this ain't, this this ain't, ain't healthy. Mm-hmm. Right. This is not it. And so I say that to say it is important for individuals to be able to have someone that they can tell things in confidence Mm -hmm. you know and the person is able to listen i do believe that it is 
whoever is receiving that, if it becomes a little too heavy for you, where you say, okay, I really can't, I can't listen to this anymore. You have to then be honest with your friend and be like, hey, and I, I can't. I've had to say that like, hey, um, I said all that I can say. Yeah. I, you know, I'm basically, basically telling you to break up with him. And you keep coming to me with stuff, and I I just can't. Yeah, I think sometimes you have to make the decision for yourself. Yeah. I think one thing about friends, I think it's very important to have a friend who tells you the truth. I think it's very important to have a friend who you can talk it out with. But, you know, thinking about being on the other side of that coin is you have to feel it for yourself Mm -hmm. you have to get to a point where you're tired of being tired of being tired and usually for most women there is something that is a breaking point like lauren said when you sit back and you think and you're like dang this happened and then this happened and then this happened like why is it that i'm still here Mm -hmm. um having a revelation of how valuable and how worthy you are where it's like i don't deserve this i deserve better than this and me feeling like i deserve better than this is worth more than the embarrassment of leaving this situation and having people to be pointing and saying Mm -hmm. i told you so um, from somebody who's 12, 13 years away from that situation, I can honestly say that some of the best parts of my life were birthed out of walking away from a situation that I felt like I had to be tied to. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, it's it's what made me able to tell my other friends, sis, let that go. Mm-hmm. Sis, this is happening because it's from a space where it's like I've been down that road and, I, and you don't want to be you don't want to be at the end of that street because it's a dead end. Mm-hmm. And right now you still walking down it. Let's come back up that road. Sis. Okay. I have the spirit of Elsa and let it go. Yeah. <laughs> Elsa. But um, <laughs> I think that's important to mention because um, we kind of talked about this book before we started recording. But uh, I know one of the most popular books that have come out recently is Relationship Goals by um Todd. Michael Todd. Todd. Yeah, Todd. I don't I get names missed. I'm like Todd Delaney. He is a gospel <laughs> <laughs> he's a gospel artist. He is Mike not the, girl, Todd. it's Mike Todd. But anyway, uh Mike Todd wrote this book called Relationship Goals. And it's one thing that um you were saying, you saying you about walking away from the situation. Mike Todd said you need to run. I think so many times people are walking away mm, from the situation. That's good because I was right, thinking, yeah. right. They're walking away from the situation and you find yourself back in it. Yep. But when you run, that means you have intentionality to get as far away from this person or thing as quick as, as quick uh, as quickly. Yes. Jesus, give me the words as quickly as you can. And I yep. feel like that is what's most important. Um, it brings me back to the point I was I shared with Denisa. And I was talking about an ex and I was telling her how the Lord had told me to block him on social media. And I was just like, I'm not going to do that because I was like, I, you know, like we ended at a good place. Like, why would I block him? Like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to offend him or anything. And then Joker blocked me. So I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> and it happened to me too. And I felt the way she was like, I don't feel the way. I was like, I feel the way. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> but I mean, I did. For me, I did not feel away because I felt like the Lord had been telling me to do that. For he told s- me too, and I felt like I should have did it first. Now you did it to me, so right, you think you did something. Right. He told me to block you too, boo. Right, Ooh. right. So, yeah. but I feel like for me, when it happened, it was like I kid you not, it was like a weight lifted off my back and so from there i was able to just i was like all right you know you started it so let me go ahead and finish it so i went and blocked them yeah you blocked like it was so funny like we had shared notes i didn't know we had shared notes they what crazy right shared notes they popped up on my phone i was like block that like it was just really allowed for me to set myself delete that 
No, you, I mean you can just block it so that you won't ever remove get the person. Yeah, remove the person yeah, and gotcha, everything. Gotcha. Yeah. So um, for me, it was like it, I I literally had to free myself because I felt like for so long I was walking away from it. That's yeah. why a lot of times I was playing it's back. It solidified it. Yeah. Yes, and it was like I was playing back what happened between he and I, and I was like, why did I can't believe that nigga did that? Yeah. You know? And so, but <laughs> when I when I literally did what the Lord had been put placing on my heart to do I promise you was like immediately like a weight was just lifted and I was just able to just be free and and Mm -hmm. literally accept what it was that God was bringing to me yeah I was gonna say to Lauren's point about this run I think like when you walk away I feel like that's how you end up in those in-between spaces and relationships so where you go from being in the relationship to then being in a gray area to then being in a lighter gray area and it's like you end up moving back and forth so I thought that was really important when it's like when you leave run so that there's no potential for you to end up going back or ending up out of the relationship but now into a situation that ain't no better than the relationship that you just left true yeah I was going to say, like, what I got from it is, you know, when when God ends one thing, and I think about whether that be my career, business, friendships, whatever, truthfully, when he ends a thing, homeboy come through with an even better thing. Listen. You know, it may be some time, but there's, just take relationships out of the perspective. He's never not come through with something better I for him. never slid through with the upgrade. Listen, even when I think about my car and it got repossessed. He came through again with something even better in every little area. Even in the US. Won't even in the US. I have been stalking the car. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Got it as soon as it was released. That's God. So if he's able to do that in all these other areas, best believe when the person that is supposed to be with you and you're supposed to be with them, when they show up, it's it's a wrap. I think that's so great to mention because I feel like that is literally the space that I'm in right now. Um, it's like no longer am I thinking about what had happened right but it's like now i have to literally i'm in a place where i'm literally reminding myself of the many blessings that yeah. god because you're not support. lucky honey Hush. yes <laughs> your love but that is uh there i'm just saying jesus um there is a quote <laughs> there is a quote that um i, I pray that i Oh Lord Jesus! There's a there's a quote that I heard Oprah say, and I thought that it was so powerful. Um, she says, "Every day I bless my life by counting my blessings," and I thought that that was really really great to say because yeah. I was like I couldn't I was doing that, but I didn't know how to iterate it in words. And literally, that's that's the space that I'm in. I'm literally blessing my life each and every day by reminding myself of the many, many blessings that God continues to pour into my life from the smallest to the greatest, from opportunities, from friendships, from how he's blessing my friends, because best believe, I believe that there is residue even from your friends blessings. So um, (laughs) (laughs) absolutely. So for me, it's just like, all of that is when you said that it just brought me back to the place of where I am, where I am currently at the moment. Um, I just really am in a place where I literally bless my life with the blessings that I know that God continues mm-hmm. to pour out into my life. I love that you said that. Okay, one last thing. So I tell Bach and Ayana all the time, you know, and I know we're talking about no relationship should be your relationship goals and not that you guys are my relationship goals, but I absolutely love that he let me get a seat at this table to see what it's like. You know what I mean? Like, no, seriously, seriously. And then I have another seat at this table to, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. like if it's rubbing off, come on. No, really? 
you know, but I, I say that um, love is in the air <laughs> everywhere I look around. But I specifically asked, I was telling Lauren on Sunday, you know, before back in the day, I was like, Lord, I want a male friend and all this other stuff he's asking for. But I did. I was like, Lord, I want to see a couple because being honest, I haven't really grown up to see a couple family wise. You know, my parents did marry, but they married separately, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. But I wanted to see that. And I want to see a young couple like mm-hmm. it's cool for the 60 people that they've been married for 60 years and that's cool. I want to see something in my generation. Mm-hmm. I want to see, you know, not to idolize, but I just want to see it. And he mm-hmm. allowed me to see it. Aww. You know, we do ministry together. We do so many other things together. Mm-hmm. So trust and believe. Like, he let me see what's up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, you know, y'all are I think, um, I guess to speak on my own relationship, one of the biggest things that um, when it comes to wanting to have a healthy relationship you have to be open to change. That's mm. the biggest thing. Um, so when it comes, like, we're talking about sis breakup with him, sis such and such, blah, blah, blah. However, there are certain things where um, that aren't deal breakers. And I've seen some people. Um, that aren't. That aren't. Yeah, that aren't deal breakers. Yeah, things that you may not like, but yeah, it shouldn't be something shouldn't that, be, ends, a that ends a relationship. That ends a relationship. And I see too many people in relationships because it's like, mm, I'm bored. I don't want to be with you anymore. Like, I've heard people say that. Like, if you just don't feel like, you know, you're flourishing, then maybe you need to leave. And I'm like, mm, I need you to elaborate on that more because there are so many people that would just be like, I'm not flourishing, so I'm going to leave. And I'm like, I feel like everything, um, well, a lot of things can be worked out with communication. Yeah. Like, I'll use the flourishing thing, for example. If you feel like your relationship is stagnant, you need to communicate with your spouse or your partner about, hey, our relationship is stagnant. There are certain things that I feel like we can do, we can grow, and I just don't feel like we're going anywhere. And then when it comes to that, see how your spouse or whoever, how they react to it, how they are respond to it. And if they're willing to change, you can keep moving. Now, then there are other ways that, you know, some people may not be willing to change or whatnot. And that's when you 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 got to take that up with the Lord. You know, every relationship isn't the same. Every relationship isn't, you know this by the book whatever it's it's some relationships it's like Sylvester and I don't agree with everything right off the bat when we have a community when we have a conversation sometimes we leave the conversation and I'll be like all right Lord he's not understanding me so you need to talk to him yeah (laughs) or or vice versa and we will leave and I remember it's been a bunch of times where I'll either go to our room or whatever. And I'm just literally sitting there and God is talking to me or he'll go uh, take the dog out. And and in the process of him walking the dog, Holy Spirit is talking to him like, yeah, you know, you was wrong. Right. And it's like then we'll come back together and we'll talk about what happened and, you know, what Holy Spirit revealed to us and how we can, you know, move past that particular situation. So I do want to touch this before we go on break, because I would love to point out some uh, red flags for mm-hmm. our people who are in dating relationships. If you guys Hold had on. any on <laughs> top of your mind or whatnot, um, you know, any red flags that you could think of. Um, I know one that is a huge red flag Especially when you dating. Now, when you married, to each his own. Cheating. Mm-hmm. Number one, cheating when you dating. 
Sis, if he constantly cheating on you when you're dating and there's no intention on changing, I would say do not even walk down that aisle. Like I've seen I've seen stories where people be like, yeah, you know, he had a baby on me and he cheated and whatnot. But, you know, we worked it out and then now we're married and we're happily married. Hmm. It's a lot of stars like that. Did you really have to go through that though? Be not entangled. Be not entangled. Or, or and then you'd be like, oh, it's a break, baby, and all that stuff. What? Yeah, yeah. I, I remember when there was yeah. a string of that going on. And I'd be like, mm. a break, baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess, but you're not married, so it's you that weight ministry. You know? That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let me drink my water. That's that Luda ministry too. Ooh. <laughs> it's a lot of celebrities like that. I was yeah. gonna say um, piggybacking on what Ayana said, kind of sorta was just in reference to like deal breakers and red flags. I think that for me, a part of definitely being in a space where I'm almost like a newlywed, understanding that the most important thing is vulnerability and transparency. Mm -hmm. I think that if there are things that take place in your relationship that you don't like, that you don't understand, you have to realize that it's two people becoming one if you're in a marriage or if you're dating Mm -hmm. who have completely different upbringings who have completely different experiences Mm -hmm. from the time that they were born all the way into the time that you met them and I think that if you're with a person who's willing to be vulnerable who's willing to say this is happening this is how I feel and being with a person who's able to go to God on your behalf and get clarity as to like what is this like what is happening Mm -hmm. um, to navigate those things I think that that is very very important I think that um, red flags is a person who is unwilling to communicate, Mm -hmm. be vulnerable and be transparent. Mm. Because if you can't do those things, then there's no opportunity to change. Mm -mm. So even if you're doing things that may not be cheating, but it's things like having conversations with somebody else that are inappropriate, Mm -hmm. which aren't deemed as like you know horrible but it's like that's not something that you should be doing and you have to dig into well is there something about you needing attention is there something from your past that caused this mm-hmm. out of the third being able to really be honest about this is what i'm dealing with so that you can deal with the root of the issue instead of constantly dealing with um what's the thing that come from the real issue the um What's it called? It's like you have an issue and then you got the stuff that comes from the issue. The seed or the... The symptoms. Instead of dealing with the symptoms of the problem, actually dealing with the problem itself. So I think that that's a red flag too. A person who really won't let you in to Mm -hmm. who they are um, because you can't do anything there. Mm -hmm. You can't really get to know that person. Yeah, that's good. So for me, it brings me back to a quote that uh, Maya Angelou always used to say. Said when people show you who, who they really are, believe them the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that it's really, really pivotal in relationships. It's mm-hmm. just when God shows you the red flag initially, you literally have to pay attention to it. You can't allow mm-hmm. for it to be like, ah, oh, well, you know, he just kind of, you know. But I think you literally need to pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. Another red flag, and it came out when you were talking earlier, Ayana, but I, I held my tongue <laughs> until now. If your man or woman is a parasite. <laughs> and people were like, oh, what is... Okay, I'm going to give you the definition Get into of... It. I'm going to give you a definition of a parasite. A parasite is something that exists 
by taking from or depending on another. Mm-hmm. So pay attention to what they, those words say. They exist by doing that. So that means they have no existence unless they're depending on something and a or lot taking of, from something. A lot of these folks now, they some parasites. Parasites. But, they, but that's when the manipulate another one, manipulation. manipulation. The manipulation comes in and they make it feel they make you feel like it's your duty mm-hmm. to please them. Exactly. So, um, or they make you feel less than because you say no. Yeah. It's almost like a thing. Have you ever, or I've seen it on TV where you've been like a, a I'm, I've usually seen it with an interaction between an African-American and a Caucasian person in a retail store. But uh, if an African-American person is shopping at a retail store and a Caucasian person comes and makes them feel like they're inadequate, the African-American feels, actually it was on a different world. Feels Af- obligated to buy something. Obligated to buy mm-hmm. something. And I feel like sometimes it's the same thing to even in relationships. Them. It's like if your partner petitions you to do something, but you say no, they almost try and make you feel like obligated to do the thing that they're asking mm-hmm. you to do because or trying to flip it to make you feel inadequate because you decide no. Mm-hmm. And I think literally it takes a level of maturity and assurity for you to say, I'm not accepting this. This is why I'm saying no. I'm standing my ground. This is why I believe in what I believe in. Um, and I. I oftentimes tell females this in regards to like virginity. I say, okay, if you say that this is something that you want to do, that you you're you're deciding that you want to be a virgin, stick with it. Mm-hmm. Don't allow for a man to push you. Yeah, you know, and and it's and a, do it for you. Do yeah. it for you exactly. So that's one thing that you know were two red flags that I definitely wanted to put out was if whenever they show you who they are, believe them the first time. Don't don't be on the fence about it. And then secondly, if you see that your person exists by depending on you or taking from another, mm-hmm. some people call it finesse. I hate that word. Mm-hmm. But if they love to finesse, best believe they're gonna be finessing you as exactly. well. Exactly. So. Exactly. And then one that I want to touch um especially is uh uh I guess we can say domestic Domestic violence. Why are you tiptoeing? No, because I, I was going to label it something else and I forgot, but domestic violence. Um, listen, I'm going to just tell y'all straight. If male or female, I, I'm not even going to be like, if a man doing such a male or female is putting their hands on you, especially when you get upset or y'all get upset and y'all having disagreements and all of that, you need to get out. Yeah. Married, not married, especially not married, but especially married, but both, both. I'm gonna just say both. You need to get out. Um, if you feel like you're in a dating relationship and you're like, oh, well, they'll change and oh, they just got angry and blah, 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 it's not gonna change. They're showing you their true colors from jump. Mm-hmm. So um, I remember my mom, she's talked about it publicly. Um, her first marriage it was a violent relationship and um he tried to you know control her when it came to um you know hitting her and whatnot mm. and my mama ain't no she ain't no little pushover pushover right. she would hit him back right. um and she got out of the relationship and it i feel like it made him even more angry mm-hmm. And I remember her telling me that she um, she never had to wear glasses when she was younger, but now she wears glasses. And she said that she was um, this was back when she was still living in Trinidad and she was walking down the street and she felt somebody hit her from behind in the head with something. 
and she just fell out. And after that, her vision was impaired mm-hmm. a little bit. And, um, you know, she she didn't know who it was, but witnesses said that it was her ex. And, you know, that right there is like it, it just one. I was like, oh, my God, you went through all of that. Right. right. And I and I remember, you know, it's, but like my mom, she has been very straightforward with me about a lot of things. And I feel like especially to, you know, stop me from being in any type of, you know, situations like that. So I really appreciate her. Um, I've learned a lot through her stories and just kind of observing other things. But it's like that particular situation right there is like it shows that, listen, people, people going to do what they want to do and they're going to try to control you and whatnot. And it's like, get out, yeah. get out. If you can get out. And that's definitely a red flag. And I see, um, like I, I always mention social media, but listen, that's we see this all the time. It's right in front of our faces. You know, people get enta- entertained by social media quicker than the TV nowadays. But a lot of these young relationships, I saw this. Um, I'll just say their names. It's whatever because everybody see it. But um, Floyd Mayweather's daughter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She is in an entanglement with this little rapper. What? And, you know what? <laughs> no, for real, with a, a little rapper boy who got about I don't, I, he got for he young, young something, young something is uh, yeah, young MBA whatever Y MBA something. something I don't know I forgot we sound like some old people. we are child <laughs> but anyway he um she's in a I guess in a relationship with him or whatever I don't know because he got kids and he be with other women and whatnot but she had they said she put up a post where she it was bobby and whitney and she was like i love them and i was like wait that's also how she raised i mean you know that's other factors yeah it's definitely other factors in that situation but i was like wait a minute you said but i've seen other people like put up pictures and stuff of bobby and whitney and it's like oh my god and i'm like but we know how that ended you know so it's like i just i feel like People think that relationships are supposed to be a roller coaster like that. Like it, a lot of, and I don't even say younger. But I think it's I think it's both sides though. I think that you have some people who think that relationships should be a roller coaster. But then oh you no, also- I, I'm definitely I'm not disagreeing and saying that it's it's I'm I'm just highlighting the roller coaster part gotcha. because there are some people who do think their relationships are supposed to be just strictly perfect. But I'm for, and we've talked about that in other podcasts, but I'm specifically highlighting the roller coaster. Like people, if you, there are people out there who provoke arguments in relationships. It could be the smallest thing. You know, somebody could be on a phone. But you're looking for the yeah, drama. They could be on the phone and they're like, you're not paying attention to me. See, and it's like, what are you talking about? I'm sitting right here. Well, um, and then they'll create an argument out of that and it, it goes from zero to a hundred. And it's like, people think that you're supposed to be constantly fighting and whatnot and it's like no and some, and some people get adrenaline off of that yeah, i have exactly. a friend who literally like we had a conversation and she basically was like i she was like i can't even sometimes if things are going too good it's just like no something's got to be drea said that something's got to be going that on the whole megan the stallion thing she was like i like it when a man you know yeah she did 
you she know, did beat up she, on me and something. So two things what? really quickly. She did. She said something crazy. Either way, <laughs> um, one, I know we're saying things that are, you know, obviously they're inappropriate and obviously that's a red flag. But I do want to make sure and point out if you are in a situation and you're just not yourself and you are drained or there is verbal abuse, he cannot be cheating on you. He cannot be yes, doing that, all these things. Definitely. That still doesn't justify in that you should be in a situation. Always consult the Holy Spirit. Some people, and that's where I was talking about with manipulation. That's yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Some people think, oh, he, he ain't putting his hands on me. He ain't doing this. But if there are other, you know, red flags, please remove yourself from the situation. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, uh, this is October. And October, if everyone doesn't know, is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. And I lost an aunt last year who was married mm-hmm. um, in a domestic dispute mm-hmm. where it was a, you know, homicide, suicide. So he took her life and then took his own. So, you know, some people, women, if you're listening, and I know this is break up with him, no, seriously, speaking from a marriage perspective, I'm not married. However, if you're in a situation and you feel that your life is in danger, that you are not safe, that is not God's best for you in any situation. And at minimum, you can remove yourself from the situation until you get clarity on what your next steps are. If your next steps aren't divorced, who knows? That's between you and God. However, Mm -hmm. you do, you should always, you know, remove yourself from a situation even if it's for a small period of time to hear from the lord get some type of counseling some Mm -hmm. sort of direction because the the reality is that you know some people aren't mentally stable some people appear to be in a space where they have it all together it could be your co-worker it could be but you know pay attention to those red flags that literally just you know can grow and blow up to be something you know that is traumatic yeah so you know just want to say don't take it lightly yeah amen i know i know to denise's point i know of a family that that occurred and i knew them very closely um and it was so heavy to Mm -hmm. even wrap my mind around um you know man i mean because a lot of times you just don't even know that that's something that that Mm -hmm. family is even going through until you see the severity of a situation as as that so Mm -hmm. i i piggyback on that statement so heavy it's like yo if you the bible says that there is a way of escape you know so and and i just think get get yourself out of there sis you know don't get so wrapped up on the material things. You get yourself out of there and just let God do yeah. the rest. And Amen. I promise you, he will meet you in your place of need. But get yourself out. And one thing we can do as well is um, because I was going to say the unfortunate thing is I don't feel like the uh, judicial judicial system and law and whatnot help domestic violence victims enough. Like a lot of times if there is a restraining order or something, it's like, oh, we need some type of proof or we need more proof or we need, you know, it's like different things. Different women go through hoops and ladders before and men go through hoops and ladders before they can get the protection uh, that they need. So um, I was thinking that we could even provide different resources and whatnot, especially during this month. And we can put it on our social media, um, different organizations that are there that can help you, that can get you out of the particular situation that you're in um, to avoid it escalating into something bigger because it really hurts my heart to hear the certain situations. And I will say I definitely commend Denisa for speaking about it because we knew about it when it happened. And I know that this hasn't been 
an easy, easy. walk yeah. for you because that was somebody that was super close to you. Yeah. So thank you for even sharing your story when it comes to that. Yeah. And um, I would just say, just try to get the help that you can. I know it kind of took a turn, but listen, this is definitely one of the red flags and, um, you know, it is the flag. It, yeah. It's yeah. Literally. So it is the flag the flag. For and, sure. you know, I, I thank God that, um, you know, I thank God for those different situations. Like when I think about my mom, she was able to get out and whatnot, but it doesn't always end, end that, that way. way. Yeah. So, you know, we'll definitely do our part in helping to provide resources, um, for you guys and go from there yeah so um but we're gonna take a quick break and we will be back and uh yeah so stay tuned save girl secrets is brought to you in part by the hair razor hair and skin oil visit www.thehairraiser.com for more info scripture what's the scripture girl so this scripture is coming from job um it's 36 verse 15 through 17 and of course i love the new living translations translation but it says but by means of their suffering he rescues those who suffer for he gets their attention through adversity god is leading you away from danger job to a place free from distress he is setting a table with the best food but and that's that's that (laughs) (laughs) and that's that on that and that's that on that it was going somewhere else but uh yeah like i don't think so like we're gonna gonna stop (laughs) right there right there I was, telling, I was telling Denise, I said, uh, the Lord must have been a, uh, a, a party, party planner because he likes setting tables. He done made Listen. water into wine. He done prepared the table. Now he's setting the table. Listen. The Lord, he must he have been loved. a party planner. He definitely <laughs> is very he hospitable. flipping the tables. Listen. He's hospitable. Shaking the table. Shaking the table. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Lord, well, we appreciate you guys tuning into this episode. We sincerely enjoyed it. Sis, if you need somebody to talk to you about red flags, hit us up. Send us an email. We would love for you to send us a secret letter. You can remain anonymous. We will not, you know, blast you or anything like that. Send us an email via savegirlsecrets at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Love to pray for you. Love to make sure that you get the help that you potentially need. Or even if you just need a listening ear. Be sure that you're following us on all social media platforms. Also, um, when you said about the email and them sending sending in an email, if you have a particular situation that you want us to talk about and to hear our view or Or your story, yeah, your story or or our advice on it, let us know that as well. You can you can send a whole five paragraph essay, girl. We will sift through it. (laughs) I'm gonna read it for real. Yeah, send me the cliff notes. Lord, but um yeah so um you said social media right uh, social media at save girl secrets on all platforms be sure to check out our website savegirlsecrets.com and then be sure to check out our youtube cool save chicks tv mm-hmm. subscribe yes yes like um, share subscribe as usual thank you ladies for uh you know all of us being vulnerable and talking and all of that yes um, we pray that this bless somebody out there we do and uh yeah that's all we got guys so we love you good god bless you bye love and peace